Today's episode is sponsored by Alone in the Dark. The highly anticipated new reimagination by Pieces Interactive and THQ Nordic. Play as Edward Carnby or Emily Hartwood to explore your environments, fight monsters, solve puzzles, and uncover the true secret of Dorsetto Manor. Our favorite heroes are brought to life by Hollywood stars Jodie Comer of Killing Eve and David Harbour of Stranger Things, who lend not only their voices, but their appearance and their formidable acting skills to the brave protagonists. Experience a deep psychological story that goes beyond the realms of the imaginable, all dreamed up by Mikhail Hedberg, cult horror writer of Soma and Amnesia. The team at Pieces Interactive is supported by monster designer and legendary Guillermo del Toro collaborator Guy Davis, as well as doom jazz legend Jason Conan, who provides his eerie and haunting melodies for the right atmosphere. Alone in the Dark is available March 20th on PS5, Xbox Series XS, and PC. Pre-order your copy now and escape into the dark. Welcome to Nightlight, a horror movie podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Prince, also known as Head Knight. On my left side, we have Freddie. What's up? Welcome in. Also known super creepy. Wow. <laughs> also known as Nighty Knight. Across from you, we have David. Boo. <laughs> Who officially has his night name. It's about time. Nightly. Welcome aboard the night train. <laughs> Thank you. It's an honor. Oh, damn, it's so many nights going. Oh, what is happening? Wordplay. <laughs> we are a group of knights with an absolute love for film and a passion for horror. This is a podcast that takes a different horror movie to break down and discuss the ultimate question, why horror? So hit the lights, sit back, and let the darkness envelope you. You can support the show over at patreon.com forward slash goodnightlife. And that's night with what? Okay. By pledging on Patreon, you will have access to the show as early as Monday. If you don't have any bucks to toss, don't worry. A new episode is released every Friday on most podcast services around the world. Now, the movie we're discussing tonight is The House of the Devil, directed by Ty West, released October 30th of 2009, with a budget of $900,000, and a box office, surprisingly, since this was a low-budget film, of $101 and $215. A mm. runtime of an hour and 35 minutes, sitting at a score on Rotten Tomatoes at 87%. Wow. I'm surprised to actually hear that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. First things first, uh, thoughts. Like, What did you guys think of this movie? It's very different. <laughs> I had to double-check myself because when I started watching the movie, I'm like, wait, this said 2009? And I was like, oh, <laughs> This movie looks straight from the 1980s. Yep. Well, it takes place in the 80s. Yeah. Takes place in yeah, the 80s. It takes yeah. place in the 80s. They make the, the whole movie look like it's filmed in the 80s as well. Yeah. Which I kind of like the aesthetic because, you know, I'm a classic horror movie kind of guy. Yeah, so I really. I appreciate that. Yeah, I, I think I like more of the classic horrors than the most recent horrors. horrors but I do feel like there's some good ones out right now. But oh, yeah, definitely. Initial, um, I, think, I think it was cool. Yeah, I liked it. I yeah. liked it. So going into it, um, very quickly with the 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 aesthetic is eighties because it takes place in the eighties, right? And right. 
very early on, I was like, wow, this is like a Stranger Things before Stranger Things kind of vibe because, <laughs> um, I mean, immediately the movie is in widescreen, at least the version I watch. I don't know if there's another version. And it actually has a grain um, throughout. filter yeah. throughout the yeah. whole movie. So it looks grainy as if it's a an older um, video. Yeah, kind of um, like you're watching on VHS. Yeah, but Correct. it's yeah. weird because it's widescreen. Yeah, so it's kinda, yeah it's, it's jarring. But yeah. um, going into it, quickly with this the aesthetic that every, what the main character is wearing i'm like is this 80s i can't tell and then once she pops out the cassette player i'm like oh yeah this is 80s <laughs> definitely yeah, 80s yeah. so it's it's super weird mainly because this is the first i guess movie that i've seen made in like the thousands i yeah. guess yeah. that makes you feel like you're watching a movie from the 80s yeah because now it's it's all the rage like right. you watch Correct. something and you can tell yep that's 80s because it's everything's so over the top 80s yeah. 80s 80s when you watch something you know immediately it's right. in the 80s but see it, it feels like this when you watch stranger things for example you could Stran- tell you could tell this today. is a modern yeah, film right. with a nostalgia of the 80s yeah. this felt like it was filmed in the 80s correct so it's a little when you mentioned that so it's weird when <laughs> it's gonna sound really really dumb uh, <laughs> but when i think about people that lived through the 80s or like the 90s uh when i imagine it in real life i imagine that like vhs tape filter over it right i can't imagine okay. like seeing how people were dressed in the 80s in in my own perspective of like my own two eyes like seeing that in real life you know because yeah. i've only seen it in a tv format right so watching this it made me feel like because it was widescreen it was there was a grainy filter on top of it but it wasn't distracting it yeah. was a very light touch i was like whoa i feel like i'm getting a really good glimpse into like what the 80s was really like because with stranger things for example or anything 80s nowadays i feel like it's very over the top yeah well this was just very super subtle yeah, yeah. it just felt like you lived in the 80s exactly. they weren't pounding it on the head like yeah. look at all the neon lights and all Correct. this other shit uh it was just a nice calming 80s type of it, vibe it transported you back to the 80s yeah especially even the editing too Definitely. they did like mm. editing techniques that were done in the 80s not really used now like freeze framing a lot of the shots yes. of the yeah. character Fuck. so good the and opening sequence was cool right off you the had, bat too yeah. yeah yeah good music you got the freeze frames going on you have the so character introductions um, yeah there was a lot of good stuff where they actually made you feel like what literally I literally double checked I was like Oh, this is 2009. Yep, okay, 2009. Okay, okay, yeah. This is director's choice to do this this I, way too. I have a lot to say about the camera work as we get into it. I'm excited yeah. to talk about that. Oh and yeah, we I'm will. Get, I can't remember specifically, but I think this was directed, written, and edited by this person. It was. It was directed, written, and edited by Ty West. So, uh, if you guys aren't familiar with Ty West, he actually made a, a movie that was more of a little bit of a breakout role for um, Elizabeth Olsen, um, <laughs> The Innkeepers. Um, it was a uh, kind okay. of a like a Sounds it was familiar. like a somewhat indie horror movie. Kind of, it's like, like paranormal. Yeah, and the hotel is like yeah. 2012 ish. I want to say that's like that's where he's really like got popular. But he really took off with uh, VHS. So um. he filmed the second film or the second anthology in VHS. Um, so it uh, him and Adam Winsgard uh, are like really close knit friends and Adam was was good as the guy who actually uh, did the first anthology in VHS. So it's he, him and those two just, they kind of are really into the whole bloody slasher and paranormal esque yeah. type of feels. But uh, I mean, I fucking love this movie. Interesting. I loved this movie mainly because of the aesthetic. 
Yeah. It yeah. just it, it took me completely by surprise as soon as I started watching it. And I didn't know what I was going to get myself into when I watched it. Like the for the first time. Yeah, I had that same feeling. And I was just yeah. like, I was like, uh, I don't think I'm gonna like this that much. And I I didn't. I, yeah. Yeah, I yeah, did not like this movie for like the first thirty minutes. <laughs> so going on that very quickly, like I finished the movie and the next day the next morning actually, because I watched it pretty late at night. Yeah. <laughs> um, I woke up and I was like, yo, that was a good movie. That was smart. Yeah. yeah. Like and we'll talk about it. Yeah, but we we definitely will. Get, watching, I'm like, yeah. I see what they're doing here. Yeah. And then I finished it. I'm like, I see what they did there. Yeah. And then the next day I'm like, yo, people need to watch this. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like for me, I appreciated it more than I loved it. That's fine. See that. yeah, yeah. That's totally fine. It's too much of a slow burn for me. Yes. Think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because not a lot happens until the very, very ends. Sure. And maybe it's one thing in between that. And I was yeah. like, oh, okay. You but, went from zero to 100. But when it fucking happens, it fucking happens. I was happens. like, yeah, okay. <laughs> it's so deliberate, too. Yeah, I can't we'll, wait we'll to talk, talk about, about it. it. Yeah, 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 I can't wait. With that note, let's, uh, let's jump into the plot. So the movie opens with a black screen. And words pop up. During the 1980s, over 70% of American adults believed in the existence of abusive satanic cults. Another 30% rationalized the lack of evidence due to government cover-ups. The following is based on true unexplained events. Now, that was a nice little touch for me personally, where I was just like, this is... This is something that we're we're definitely going to be getting some satanic panic type of shit because that was happening in the 80s and the end of the the 70s, right? It was like a normal thing to talk about. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, It's just like everyone was scared. Yeah. That's like when you, when people talked about being careful, like, because I think there was a certain point in the decades prior, like maybe 50s and 60s where Mm -hmm. people would leave their doors unlocked. Yeah. And, you know, safety wasn't something that was on everyone's forefront of their mind. But at this point, I think people were like, you need to be careful of those those crazies, you right? Know? Yeah. yeah, I mean, you you had you had serial killers like the Night Stalker or yep. uh, Zodiac, Zodiac, yeah, Richard yeah. Ramirez, who uh, l- would literally like contort his body to get into your house. Manson, mm. like it, it's nuts. Yeah. Manson was the seventies, but yes, <laughs> but yeah, 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 yeah. Led it, it led up to the Satanic Panic for sure. So with that. It, and especially like cults and stuff like that. Yeah, oh, yeah. and that, that's yeah. a huge thing. And that's what oh, this yeah. is talking about. And it's not '80s just because '80s are cool, right? It's because it's this is my period. Yeah, it's yeah. making it. It's like a period piece. It's like it's like this is stuff. This is something that people were concerned about, and mm-hmm. things that happened in the '80s. And yeah. this is why this film is being taken in or being taking place in the '80s. And because this is before the '80s, like fad, you know, where right. the '80s were cool again. Like yeah. this is '09. Exactly. People, people weren't thinking. People about, weren't really thinking about yeah. this. Like people in in '09, people were doing things like uh, we were getting like right the year before Insidious and uh, It yeah, Follows yeah. and all this other stuff. It was like, the boom it, of like the supernatural. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, I respect the fuck out of this movie so much. Uh, but we get into the opening scene with meeting our protagonist and also final girl, Samantha. So Samantha is looking at a new apartment. Uh, officially, I'm not going to be calling her Samantha anymore. I'm just going to call her Sam just because Samantha is long. <laughs> um, and I immediately just put in bold letters. The aesthetic of the 80s looks incredible here. Like it's just you really feel it when mm-hmm. she's looking for this apartment. Four hundred dollars for a fucking apartment. Like come right. on. And it was it was like a whole house. That's insane. It was it was three hundred. I think I think it was like three four hundred dollars. Yeah, I yeah. think it was three hundred. Yeah, it, it was not that it matters. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
but it says he, I also put down here. Uh, it does not look like a, a like a, a 2009 movie. It actually just feels like a movie from the 80s, like what, what we said earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a slower take on like an 80s slasher flick, right? Um, so that's probably the most 2009 feeling is the fact that this is now we're getting to a period when movies are starting to come into a, a more of a crawl to where they're taking their time to explain the story mm-hmm. and give a story to a slasher background because uh, slashers don't really have backgrounds like it's yeah. just no. you just jump just in happens. you jump out like yeah. <laughs> um but we see we see her talking to the new landlord and on coming up with rent and sam is actually a college student that is tight on cash uh we get that super awesome pause right there and yeah. get the fucking cutscene when she's walking out the house of the devil yeah and the fucking oh it was and so good frame. it was yeah. so yeah. good the freeze frame was so good um so it was felt super 80s then you get that fun 80 synth kind of playing oh, yeah. too, right like it, it was dope so when that came in i was like oh, oh we're, yeah. ride. Like, we're, we're in, in it, it. Yeah. we're yeah. in it. i'm feeling this so samantha's walking back to her college campus um and then it says here or i i put here says here <laughs> i put here that she's actually walking to her dorm room where she sees a yeah. sock is placed on her door wink wink oh yeah, oh, yeah you they're, know what's happening oh, yeah, they're fucking laundry day they're fucking dude you can, <laughs> you can hear it too yeah it's, it's going down <laughs> so um she dips out and she's actually killing some time walking around the campus and shit and she actually stumbles across that babysitter poster yes right so this movie is actually surprisingly moving a lot faster than i expected and even though, like, it's a slow crawl to us getting to a point of where someone dies, yeah. uh, we initially start getting to the, the next uh, step. well, yeah, the, the yeah. threat. We're, we're yeah. starting to get to the threat immediately. And that's that's what I really enjoyed about this movie and uh, have a lot of respect for. And I feel like at this point, I don't feel like it's rushed. I right. feel like it's really good pacing because you already know what the what the problem is yeah. and now we have what the solution is for yeah. her to achieve her main goal which is getting the house and stuff like definitely. that definitely it's like cool yeah. problem solution all right we're in it and we really know <laughs> as the viewer yep we know the solution is gonna cause some downfall but mm-hmm. her that's where i was like okay i'm down for this it's like, call that number. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you go, girl. You call that number. Get that money. <laughs> to back- so she- oh, sorry. No, really ahead. quick. To backtrack really quick, um, I think this is something that's important that I want to bring up in discussion later. But when she sees a sock on the door, yeah. she kind of she says to her roommate, are you serious? Like, it's the morning. Yeah. As in yeah. insinuating who has sex this early in the morning. Right. And I feel like that plays an important role to really What's portray what kind times? of character she is. Oh, sure. Yeah. And also with the times, yeah. too. I think... Um, we talked about it earlier about like cults and like mm-hmm. people that are satanic, like they indulge in sex a lot. And that's yeah, something yeah, that yeah. was just starting to be normalized in right. the 80s. But like, huh. you know, she, you can tell she's maybe a little more old She's a loose, yeah. yeah. For like sure. the other, her roommate's a loose cannon compared to her. Yeah. Like she's, oh, yeah. she's definitely a little bit more old fashioned. Yeah. Uh, and even later in the movie, we hear that like she's actually a neat freak. And mm. if you even picture well we'll get to that part we'll yeah get part. we'll get there um but uh sam's looking at the poster she's very enticed she pulls that number down from from the poster because remember she broke his foot <laughs> <laughs> uh but this is a, a great time where you actually start to get little peeks at what's going on um so this is your first time you actually see the uh the talking about the eclipse so right next to the babysitter poster you see a great mystery shot of the eclipse and it's panning upward and the eclipse is going to happen that night right um so we walk we 
are walking with Sam to actually call the number that's on this phone or that's on the uh, payphone, and immediately nothing, right? Yeah. Just answer goes, goes straight to voicemail. Answer machine. Yeah, answer machine. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, goes straight to answering machine. Uh, she walks off. Phone starts to ring. Uh, she she's walked a few feet. She's walked quite a bit, and she pauses when she hears it rings, and she looks around. Yeah, yeah, she's curious about like, all right, that can't be that person. Yeah, how would they get that number? So well, I, I think it's more so, so weird good. that just a payphone is ringing, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's odd, and it's it's always it's, it's an odd thing seeing a payphone ring in general. Yeah, because you're just like, who's on the other end? Right. It's the mystery. Yeah, who's this person? So Sam goes back. She picks up the phone, and when she picks up the phone. It's actually her new employer, <laughs> quote unquote. <laughs> um, he requests to meet her that day, but he actually doesn't specify on the time. And this is this is what I actually find really incredible, because uh, right after this, you see he goes to a spot, says like, hey, let's meet at this place since that's where I put the flyers at. Um, she goes back to her dorm room roommates asleep this time sock is gone uh her shitty ass boyfriend wakes up and kind of does this little smoochy kiss yeah, thing and stare at her yeah and it's just like to sam yeah. god it's so weird <laughs> um but you, that's when you really notice like the differences in the room where uh sam's side's super duper clean mm-hmm. but her roommate side i didn't actually catch her name but her roommate Filthy. side is yeah. disgusting. Yeah. A pigsty. Yeah. It's yeah. gross. But she's putting something in her backpack, looks like homework, right? And then mm-hmm. she goes back to uh drop it off to the her teacher's uh drawer or dropbox or whatever. And pretty much that's when we know, okay, she's not going to class. Got it. <laughs> class already sounded like it was in full effect anyway. Right. Like he was given a full blown lecture. So she was already late as shit. So um once she actually drops that that uh homework off that's when we actually notice there's uh, the clock that they're, uh, he's pointing at with the shot. Beautiful, beautiful shot. But that's when you actually start getting a notice of the time. Yeah. And my second time watching this around, I actually noticed that he points at the clock quite frequently to give you hints at when the eclipse is happening. Correct. Like it's, mm. it's so fucking frame? cool. So the time was uh, 1145 a.m. at this time when she was waiting at the steps for her new employer, quote unquote. We'll get the name a little bit later. Uh, while she's listening to music, waiting, you get that really cool transition, 80s transition of her like kind of doing shots. the dissolve shot yeah. onto yeah. the other side. Oh, other side of the steps so clean. Down. <laughs> that was good. good so time. clean. Um, so we can only imagine based off of that shot alone that she was uh, there for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Correct. Right. So she probably dipped out. Um, and you could tell she's pissed. She's just she's a little she's definitely upset. Yeah. And then she goes to actually hang out with her friend Megan for a slice of pizza. Hey. And I don't know about you guys, but the way Megan, her friend, was eating that pizza, she made that look like the best damn pizza in the world. Really? <laughs> yeah. They didn't think so, kind though. Of yeah. <laughs> like, she was eating it, and then she's like, this pizza sucks. Yeah, that yeah. was just like, I was like, you make it seem like it's so good. She's like licking her fingers, yeah. and I'm just like... It's like, yeah, disgusting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was like, yeah, it looks gross. Um, but... I guess that's also like a little bit of foreshadowing to the pizza that uh, gets Sam later. gets in the beginning and later in the film. Yeah. But um, she's in the pizza. Megan hates it. <laughs> but this is once again, we get that uh, shot right above their heads where um, 
they are having Eclipse pizza, pretty much. Yeah. It's like an Eclipse-style pizza or something like that. Oh, I missed that. Yeah, so wow. they're selling Eclipse-themed pizza. Oh, wait, I think I remember now. Yeah, it was like yeah. r- written on the yeah. wall, pretty yeah, yeah. much. In chalk. Uh, Sam is nervous about having is, is nervous about not having any cash for this rent, though, and Megan offered to ask her dad to help her out if she really needs money. So yeah. right then and there, we know Megan's fucking loaded. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Megan's rich. <laughs> um, but Megan comes up with a plan to actually kind of get back at this guy who told her to meet uh, her in this uh, common area. And uh, she wants to rip off all of the babysitter posters off the wall so he will not get, get back any calls. Yeah. yeah. And at first, when I first watched this, I was like, that's not going to do anything. That's dumb. <laughs> that's a stupid, that's a stupid prank. And then I watched it a second time. I was like, oh, no, no, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> he's not going to get any calls. Therefore, he's not going to have a babysitter. Got it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Dumb. <laughs> and Sam is like, nah, I don't want to do that. Yeah. yeah. Sam's like, totally not cool with that. Yeah. Um, so they, they dip out of the pizza shop. Uh, Sam actually goes back to her room. Oh, sorry. It's my dog. Yeah. <laughs> Sam goes back to her room. And this is where you actually really see how pristine her side is. Um, and I even put here, I was like, I would die in there if I had to live with that roommate. <laughs> yeah, I think with that, I think it's the, disgusting. The film does a really good job of showing like why it's, she's so desperate to move out. Correct. She yeah. is very miserable oh, like, yeah. with her roommate situation. Um, and I mean, not only with the felt, but the the kind of uncomfortableness of like yeah. her roommate always getting it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it seems course. like it's the case. Because it's like it's, the complete opposite of her. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, I mean, the, the writing's so good that you can clearly tell what her motives are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Her motives, get the fuck out. There's, there's, <laughs> that is the house of the devil for her right now. Yeah, oh, yeah. exactly. There's no exposition <laughs> exactly. of saying like, hey, I hate this because yeah. my roommate always has guys over yeah. and she's always fucking yeah. like, and they, do right. a, they do a really good job of it because you're just reading that by the visuals and her exactly, body language. Yeah. And you, you really you really feel it actually when she goes into the room and yeah. uh, kind of drops her stuff off and she goes to the bathroom mm-hmm. yes. and she turns Reacts on all way. of the faucets uh, so no one hears her cry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, well, that's when you like kind of feel it where you're just like, oof. Like she's, she's miserable. Yeah. yeah. Very quick. So on that scene where she's crying in the bathroom, I was like, at first I was like, mm, this seems a little cheesy to me. Sure. And, I, and then I was like, actually, this is really good because it's so real. It's not yeah. like it's, it's, it's cheesy, but at the same time, like this is like people actually stuff that people yeah, go through. Course, like because she's not yeah. having that dialogue with anyone. She's keeping yeah. that all inside of herself. Yeah. But so when she's finally seeing the circumstance that she's in, she yeah. goes to the bathroom, turns on all the faucets. Mm-hmm. It's well, like, this is my safe place yeah. to just cry it out. I don't even bit. think it's safe place. It's just like somewhere to have some somewhere privacy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, but with that, I took a step back and I was like, it's not cheesy because her crying is not overemphasized yeah. or dramatic. It's just like realistic. And yeah. She gets up and she tells herself, get a grip. Yeah. And I yeah. was like, and then I also had another moment I'm like, oh, that's cheesy for a yep. movie. But I was like, but isn't it real? Like how many times have I like looked in the mirror and like told myself something? I, it's mm-hmm. very rare, but I've, there have been moments and I'm like, and when I do it, I'm like, that was lame. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'm like, yo, this is actually like, I'm feeling, I'm feeling the struggle because typically movies don't go about it that way because it, it may feel cheesy, but yeah. Yeah. at the same time like we spoke on earlier, this is like a glimpse of like someone's life in the eighties and it's, it's doing a really good job. I think that attitude of like, 
talking to yourself in the mirror was more normal yeah, in the course. 80s than it would be now. Definitely. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And that's that's why I, I really, I, I even put here, I can relate, <laughs> like right underneath it, because it, it, it did hit me a little harder than I expected, yeah. for sure, because it, it didn't make me like tear up or anything, yeah. but it was just more so like, like fuck, you like, feel bad I've, for her. I've yeah. been there. Like, yeah. I understand what she's going through. I've had shitty roommates. I've I've yeah. been broke. Like, it, I've been broke for yeah. years. For, <laughs> for me, it, it started to hit home when I just, because I, I thought of people that have gone through that. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So she goes back into the room. Her roommate actually is awake this time from her all day sexcapade, it sounds like, <laughs> uh, because uh, her roommate asked her, what time is it? Yeah. Night. It's night. It's so nighttime. now we're night. We're in nighttime, baby. Is get, we're getting it in. Um, now, if we take into consideration that uh, since she's in school, it's probably not daylight saving. So it's probably getting dark really early. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Because we we start getting a little bit later down the path. And I'll explain this more with the times that we see. So she lets Sam know that she received a call from some guy, quote unquote. She calls the number back and it's the babysitter dude. (laughs) He actually answers after she begins to leave a message. Mm. They are so urgent that they need a sitter tonight and they're willing to actually pay double for her efforts. And by double, he was only going to pay her 50 bucks. So now it's a hundred dollars. So she's now kind of in, um, and then we get this super eerie shot of the moon before a quick cut to Megan waiting outside for Sam. Um, and then we have the eclipse broadcast. So they're really hammering the eclipse over our head. It's, right. just, it's hammering just constantly. Um, kind of got a little annoying yeah. at this point in time. But well, Megan is too. Yeah. That's what I was yeah, about to yeah, say. Yeah. Look, yeah. But it, Megan it. made it clear that she was like so over the clip shit, and I was like, "Shit, me too." Yeah. So yeah. I think Ty West put that in there because he knew he was starting to hammer this shit on our heads, mm-hmm. and he does continuously afterwards. But yeah. still, like he knows that like this is an important part to his movie, and he doesn't want us to forget that. Correct. So and the sense of time too. Exactly. The dialogue exactly. even saying like, "Oh, it's nighttime." It's like, mm-hmm. "Okay, cool." Now we are getting closer and closer yep. to the eclipse. It's the constant reminder. It's like, this is the way, like, it's, it's kind of like what Christopher Nolan uses in his films. Mm-hmm. He even puts, like, music with, like, ticking sounds mm. to have a sense of urgency. It's like, mm-hmm. your character is getting closer and closer to where I'm trying to take this movie. So he does a really good job with that. Nice. So I don't care too much that he's like, hits us over the head with it. Right. Uh, it does get annoying a little bit. It does. At the same time, it's like... This is the thing that's going to change everything, yeah. and this is the time that she's at right now. So yeah. it's kind of like two reminders. It's like right. this is where she's at in the movie, and this is where the movie's going to go. Right. So I was like, okay, cool, I'm down for that. I think it's necessary too because Megan starts to speak on how it's kind of all BS. Like it's just an eclipse. Yeah. Like the moon's not going to blow up or something. Is exactly what yeah. She said. Like people relax. Yeah. Like it's act just like you've never seen There's eclipse before. Special about it, yeah. but. It's uh, the sense of suspense because the viewer knows what's about to happen yeah. or a sense of what we think is going to happen yeah. or we know something yeah. is going towards well, it. Well, do note, too, that the, the broadcast, this is the official time we actually hear how long the eclipse is supposed to last. Yeah. Two hours. Yeah. Like, that. that's a long time. Yeah. So two hours this yeah. eclipse is supposed to last here. And uh, it's from 12 midnight to, like, 2 a.m. Yeah. So that's when you really start to kind of hone in and realize, like, oh, shit, like, there's now a sense of urgency. Correct. And this is actually where Megan starts to feel worried uh, about Sam. 
and doesn't want her to actually be alone while doing this sitting. So Megan took down all the sitter posters around the campus and actually did her little payback. Uh, she felt real bad about it. <laughs> um, but then you get this really cool shot of them actually passing a cemetery, and the camera actually stops in front of a tree mm-hmm. in the cemetery. That tree yeah. freaked me out. Yeah. It was it was eerie. Because it was yeah. a slow fade in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a dissolve from them passing the graveyard, yep. transitioning to a fade in of another row with a tree right in front of it yeah. and it's i don't know why it scared me it's weird it's just a tree that with two branches it, that looks like its arms are up it works so well though yeah. like it yeah. works so well because you you expect something to be there exactly i think what is happening is whenever you watch a slow-paced horror film mm-hmm. you're like prepping yourself right yeah you're like, like when's, right, when's the scare when's i'm ready the for scare? it right? <laughs> i'm ready for it and then it's like it, because of that that on edgeness gets you even more fried in right yeah to the point where like there's just a tree there. Yeah. It starts freaking me out. Yeah. We'll talk more about camera movements, but that's Ooh, one of the camera movements to. that lets you do like suspense. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And they use the camera really well, well with building suspense. Really, really, really Starting, well. Especially when nothing happens. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, you son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> a quick yeah. introduction on our discussion on camera work that was probably going to happen later. Um, and this is where I started noticing during the driving scene where they're mm-hmm. driving to the, the sitter location. Yeah. The camera is um, placed in the back seat yes from a low angle looking up at megan and looking up at sam mm-hmm. and it kind of feels like someone's in the back seat just yeah, watching, watching and they them. don't realize that also prior to all that um the shots uh, outside the university or outside the house that sam is renting it's from down the street down, it's as yeah. if someone's yeah, yeah. observing yeah and the it camera work fucking works yeah yeah, yeah. it's oh, so, so good so good um the camera's also like really low at times. Like when she was right. walking out of the yeah. house for the first time, when we got that first title title shot, it was like super low to the ground, and you mm-hmm. kind of saw it from her feet up. And it was just, it worked so well. It yeah, was just it's like it was an intrusive perfect. shot. That's like you shouldn't be able to see this from the right. yeah. angle. Yeah, like yeah. you shouldn't. It, it felt it's, forbidden. It shouldn't be yeah. viewed exactly. Yeah. Well, and with that, like the sense of someone's watching Sam. It's us as viewers are watching it from a camera's perspective, but it yeah. Yeah. In, in that movie's perspective, it's like. Someone's watching her, and I think that translates well with the the man on the phone kind of giving the vibe that she's perfect for the job, right? Yeah. As if, like, maybe the camera is him. Yeah. He's already know of her. He's been watching. Yeah. He even stated in the call earlier that he had gone to the university to meet up a prior girl, yep. but it didn't work out. It didn't work out, yeah. So you know he's in the area. So. You know, yeah, you know yeah, he's yeah, close yeah. by. Yeah, right. So for sure, that's something I wanted to bring up because I feel like later on it's something that we could talk about way more. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So the girls actually officially get to the house and they meet Mister Ullman is his name. This weird tall motherfucker. Mm, very, <laughs> so very quickly, uh, when they open the front door, yeah, they don't show him. Yeah, they don't show him, no. and show. it's his chest up. And I see Megan bite her lip, and they're both looking up. And I'm like, oh my god, it's gonna be a fine ass dude or something. Like, what is this? And then it slowly pans <laughs> to the guy, freakishly tall, like freakishly over tall. six five. Like he looked like fucking Lurch from the yeah. Adams Family. Yeah. It was nuts. Yeah, he was, was like, tall as shit, balding, white hair, yeah. older guy, but he. He looked friendly. He looked Ish. friendly. He sounded friendly. He, he sounded friendly. He, yeah, he sounded harmless. Yeah, he, he seemed a little odd. He, he seemed yeah. odd. He exactly. was in a, in a suit with a cane. Yes, and I he thought he was seemed, a butler. He seemed odd, but he was he was very well mannered and yes. respectful um, to both of them. Very creepy off the bat, though. At the front oh, door, extremely. he's like, 
two fine, beautiful girls. Yes. And I'm like, that's weird. Yeah. And I think fucking weird. Even in their their facial expressions. It gets weirder. They're, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're kind of weirded out by it. And this yeah. is part of them even walking into the front door. So. Yeah. And uh, you got you we still gotta take into consideration what time it was the eighties, yeah. This is the eighties, right? This yeah. is when catcalling was very normal. Yeah, for, for women. Even so, though, like Megan, when they were uh, on the way to the location, Megan was like, "I need to go with you and make sure like there's You're no weirdos, there's no weirdos." Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah. Fuck, man, so good, and, and Megan's badass, dude. Like she's so she's so cool. Um, and I, I just like the fact that she was stuck looking out for her friend. Yeah. yeah. And that was dope. So uh, he actually sits him down on the on the couch. First thing that he actually brings uh, starts bringing up is uh, explaining that him and his family just moved here from from out of town. So we know right. that they just got here. Oh, how convenient! Something just clicked <laughs> in my head when he said that. <laughs> um, and once again, he brings over that goddamn eclipse. <laughs> so the eclipse brings it in, and he lets him know this is supposedly the best town that you'll be able to see the eclipse tonight. Yeah, a little bit more information. Yeah, kind of cool. So yeah. and they're and they're both kind of over it and they're just like we heard yeah. <laughs> um so th- and i put even here obviously really important to the story <laughs> the girls both feel as if something is off mr ullman pulls sam aside and explain that he only has money for one of them he cannot actually have money for both of them sam lets him know that she is leaving and that she is only only her ride here and he gives this very interesting quick smirk when she says that. Yeah. Cause he now like, it, it, you just know like, okay, this is obviously where shit's going to go down soon. And we know that this dude's bad news bears, even though he's coming off pretty nice and well-mannered. I didn't catch that smirk. Yeah. He smirked. Yeah. So he did. I didn't catch yeah. the first watch. It's like I a sign of relief. Or yeah. yeah. It's like, That's what, I good think, that she's not going to be. I think here. the vibe I got was like, Oh cool. You'll still do the job even though I can't pay both of you and yeah. you'll stay here. Yeah. So I, that's how I took it as. But now that you mention it, she's going to be alone. That demeanor. Yeah. yeah she's going to be yeah. completely alone. Creepy. Because um, she could have easily have said like, oh, she's not looking for money. She's just going to be here helping me out. Yeah. yeah. Or I'm going to split my cost with her. Yeah. Or whatever the fuck, you know? Yeah. Well, when he also went about asking her to go to the other room in a really weird way. Yeah. yeah. He like was, he, he kind of asked her like he already knew her. Yeah. He's like, can I see you in the other room? And. It caught them both, both off guard. Yeah, yeah. At each other. Like, Megan actually weird. has her hand on uh, yeah, Sam's, Sam's knee yeah. and looks at her and nods no. Like, yeah. Don't go. What do you mean? And yeah. then um, going back again, I know I keep saying that. Um, I think it's really important to point out that like, again, like I think as uh, a female, Sam is a lot more in a dangerous position when it comes mm-hmm. to going to random locations oh, or, sure. you know, meeting up with people she doesn't know. And when she's on the phone, um, being offered more and more, you could see the look on her or the expression on her face where it's like, I shouldn't do this, but that's a lot of money. And he's yeah, offering it's more. Like, it's yeah. kind of like this money is my, like, I'll be fine. Like she's kind of like reassuring herself, like yeah. nothing bad's going to happen. And yeah. he keeps upping up the money. So like, this is too good to pass up, right? Exactly. Because she's in the point of her yeah. life where it's like, yeah. this is worth going through because I want to get out of the position mm-hmm. I'm in right now. Yeah. And then and in, the, saw that. in the point where they're both on the couch and Megan's yeah. looking at her and saying, no, no. And Sam is like, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Like, yeah. at, there's been already many red flags that you would think like, this is just bad yeah, vibes, this right? Is, this is bullshit. Like, we need to get the fuck out of yeah, here. Yeah, but I think this, again, this is so smart in this film because... This is what people really do. Yeah. 
people always prep themselves for um, for something that isn't safe or how to be safe, right? And when the situation comes, they kind of like rationalize it to themselves, like, yeah, mm, it's It'll maybe a little dangerous, but I'll I'll just be on guard, right? And you can, I think the actress does such a good job with that. She like, yeah, absolutely. She portrays that expression of like that thought process going through her head. Like, uh, I could take care of myself. Yeah. Like, like I know I'm good. To, like, I yeah, know, I know what I'm protect myself. Yeah. I know what I'm doing. But in reality, she's a, she's a small person. Like, right. She's, she's, yeah, very, she's little. very little, petite. very, very little. She's um, very little. But yeah, you said something really interesting though. Uh, or earlier where you said that you got a thought when I said that uh, he was explaining that he just moved into town with his family. Yeah. What was that thought you had? Oh, it's something that happens later in the movie where uh, okay. she finds something and I'm like, wait. Yes. Okay. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. All right. The we'll closet. get there. We'll get yeah, there. Yeah. Um, so uh, I stopped where he said he gives a smirk. Uh, Cut back to Megan trying out their candy and taking multiple uh, yeah. to find the one she officially likes and she ends up taking a shit ton. Yeah. <laughs> uh, back to Mr. Omen explaining the job in more detail. We finally find out that this is not for a child. This is actually for an older woman called Mother. Uh, which, well, yeah. when we see it later, it's fucking terrifying. Um, so Sam's actually not digging idea at all when she, she's like, hey, no, nah, I, I don't have any experience with old old people. Like, I'm the wrong person for this job. He lets her know this is nothing medical. Honestly, she's probably going to just sleep the whole night, so don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, and we'll be back at blah, blah, blah time. With that, though, you can see more red flags going on in oh, Sam's head. Oh, yeah. It's like, ding, ding, ding. Like, this is just bad, bad, bad. And oh, yeah. You, you can see, is it Mr. Ullman? Mr. Omen. Mr. Omen is like on ed- He's desperate. Yeah. So he yeah. starts offering her mo- more money. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'll give you $300. She thinks about it. 400 Oh, she like, okay. re- reluctantly at first, though. Yeah. That, again, yeah, yeah, yeah. I really want to emphasize on like she has that moment where she's standing there and she's kind of twiddling she, with her yeah, fingers. Yeah, she's like, she's nervous. And then yeah. she gets the reassurance. And then it's like, I could, I, my heart just pounds thinking about being in the situation. Like, this is so, it's like. I get the it's vibe of pressure. This is so naughty. Yeah. yeah. Her another hundred, four hundred, and he, she's yeah. like, "Let me see if you'll fucking do it, right?" Right. Yeah. And, and he agrees. Yeah. So we cut to Megan getting the fuck out of there, <laughs> <laughs> and explains that it's super weird of them to actually lie about this whole situation in the beginning. Absolutely. So she finally, Sam's convincing her, and she. Uh, finally, Megan officially agrees to say, I'll still pick you up at 1230. But mm-hmm. she's pissed about it. She's like very short, very quick, and she just leaves. So now we go back to Sam uh, walking back to the house, but we get that great shot of her walking to the house. And remember, the eclipse is supposed to happen at 12, right? Yeah. So when they go shoot to the house, you actually see a, a, a glimpse of the moon itself, mm-hmm. and you start to see now the eclipse is starting to move in. So we're yeah. starting yes. to get closer to, to time now. We're mm-hmm. probably around 9 o'clock-ish now. Yeah. Um, so that was just a fantastic shot for me. So now we cut back to Megan driving. She's trying to light her cigarette. She pulls over in the cemetery. Mm. <laughs> Great fucking idea I put down here. Right? <laughs> it's more uh, character choices. Yep. Her lighter is not working, so she uses the cigarette lighter in the car. You guys remember those? Uh, yeah. I, I even put here, I was like, remember these? He used to push them in the car. I used to play with these yeah, all the time. I was literally time. talking about those like very a week dangerous. ago. They're very dangerous. Yeah. We were not smart kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I just put even here, just now realizing that that was not a good idea for me to play with those. <laughs> I'm really glad these are no longer in cars. <laughs> uh, while she waits, a man with a lighter already lit comes to the window 
and actually brings her to the brings it up to her cigarette, she flips. She fucking she loses. It's just so scary. It's yeah. a sudden hand that just pops out holding a lighter. Yeah, you're in the middle of nowhere in a cemetery a, yep, trying to yep. light a cigarette and some random person exactly. lights up right next to you. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> and he has shifty eyes. He does. Yeah. He does. This dude's fucking creepy. Like he, yeah. he comes down with a smile. Yeah. And it's just like, a ooh. Creepy and the smile. way he Very talks to her too. It's like, what? I was just trying to be nice to you. Yeah. Light up yeah. your cigarette. Is that okay? Is that okay? Yeah. yeah. So this guy looks normal. He looks like a young dude. Yeah. He may be like he, late he may be 20s. maybe a, gr- a groundskeeper maybe at this this cemetery, but it's, I'm still sure. thinking to like, me, what the fuck are you doing in this cemetery? To, to me, he looked like he could be a college student. Yeah. He, like just yeah. wearing normal attire, jacket, beanie, flannel shirt, yep. right? Looks like a normal dude, but something in his eyes, man. He just, just knows just know like, something's off. Weird. Whatever reason, I thought like during this whole entire movie uh, viewing process, I was like, oh, there's probably a hell of people at the cemetery, like a big cult following oh, about really? to like, come to the house and stuff. So I thought she was going to get like mobbed with a bunch of people. And it was just yeah. this one dude. Just one. And that was enough. That was all. That was all. That was, that was all that was needed. So but, what I love is like I had already forgotten about the beginning uh, yeah. That was talking about, hey, in the 80s, people were scared of satanic cults, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, like, that hadn't crossed my mind yet. It's more so I was still on edge of, like, I'm waiting for something to happen. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, of course. And so we we, we get – this is Victor. We, we meet him as yeah. Victor. Um, and uh, he comes off as a semi-nice guy. He's not a dick to her. But no. he says um, – he's Yeah, he's very creepy. Um, but he says here uh, – he makes a comment where he says – Oh, it's cold outside, but Megan is not. I'm sitting here. Megan yeah. ain't no dummy. Like, <laughs> so she, an- so she answers, okay, and shrugs. And I just put boss. <laughs> 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 she asked where he came from and answers with a question. Are you not the babysitter? And she replies, no, I'm not the babysitter. My friend, bam. Yep. Fucking shot to the face. And this is Blows when you her know brains out. Holy this shit. movie is about to be fucking off the Richter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You see it too. You see it. You see it all. It's yeah. nuts. It was very vivid. And I was just like, oh man. I was like, that was fuck? a fantastic touch. How do they do yeah. that? That was great. It was a great touch. And that's, that's when I knew I was like, Ty West is not going to give us any type of buildup. Yeah. No I did not know that exactly. was going to happen when I first watched it. I had a feeling. Did not, you? not that specific, but like, Right, I thought he was gonna grab her. Oh yeah, I, he was gonna do something. Right? Yeah, when, yeah, yeah. When he was gonna asked, fucking just kill her. When he asked, when I heard, "Are you the babysitter?" Like yeah. straight up before she even said anything, I was like, "Oh no!" Yeah, like, he knows. There's yeah. something that's gonna happen, yeah. and then it happens really quick. And I was like, "I knew it." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's when, like, when I was taking notes for this movie, I was like. Uh, I put the quotes, are you not the babysitter? And I was like, fuck, zero to 100 real quick. Yeah. <laughs> For real. Was, that's the only notes I took from that scene. I was like, okay, yeah. I see you. And exactly how you were saying, it's like, there's not going to be any buildup. It's just going to happen now. Nope. So that was, the first, like. that was the first official death of this movie. Um, I checked the timestamp at this point in time. It was 37 minutes almost exactly. It was 36, 36 minutes and 58 seconds. I kept checking the time when I was watching the movie. Yeah. I kept checking. Yeah. I don't know yeah. why. I don't do that in movies. <laughs> um, and it was, and I put here, and it was gnarly. Uh, the blood looks great here. Like, it looks super good. Like, it, it's, it, it, like, it doesn't look like that corn syrupy, like, mm-hmm. starchiness, like that um, we saw in, like, 13 Ghosts and yeah. something like that. Uh, this looked like, like, gruesome. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, like it was gore like, in the blood, mm-hmm. and it was nuts. Um, 
So that it just worked really well. Um, I put here too. I was like, it looked really good because it was reflecting off of the light of of the moon, and oh, like you saw geez. the blood on the steering wheel, but not the blood splatter. You saw like the reflection of the blood off the steering wheel and mm. off of her. Um, so we get here. And I even put here. I was like, Victor is fucking ruthless. He gets in the car, grabs a cigarette. He grabs her cigarette that was in her hand. That was still. in her hand still, and he takes her cig and he smokes it after he shoots her. He looks nervous though. He he, he looks yeah, nervous. Yeah. That's probably why he took it, right? Yeah. Like he was just like he's like, whew, like, like okay, damn. this is the first kill of the night kind of thing. Yeah. Um. So we get uh, we are back with Sam and Mr. Ullman giving her some of the payment up front, um, and reassuring her about mother. Mr. Ullman goes upstairs for Mrs. Ullman, but we get a cut to uh, where we see Mrs. Ullman coming downstairs up and greets Sam in the living room. Sam is very confused to see Mrs. Omen when Mr. Omen was talking to someone upstairs. Yeah. yeah. Mrs. Omen is really fucking tall, too, I put. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so That's straight true. up, um, to follow up with that, when Mrs. Omen came downstairs, I was mm-hmm. like, this is Mr. Omen. This dude straight up put a wig on and a dress and came down here. <laughs> oh. uh, and I was like, and I was like, looking at her, I'm like, he must be really good at makeup if that's the case because like <laughs> kind of looks similar but don't but um you still hear mr Ullman upstairs speaking yep. to yeah. quote-unquote mother yep um same well, we don't know who he's thing. technically speaking to we he's, can only assume it's a mother one, right? it has yeah. to be mother as a viewer you would assume because but he's like yelling he's he's not yelling but he's like he's talking loudly he's, he's talking to himself he's reassuring he's whoever he's speaking to yeah. saying no she's no she's perfect, perfect. yeah yeah it's gotta this, be mother then. yeah it yeah. has to be mother you know from uh, what we learned from later on 100 yeah. percent uh so mr omen lets sam know that there is a, is a number to pizza oh excuse me actually back up a little bit past yeah. it uh mrs omen uh sam says to mrs omen like whoa i thought you were coming upstairs um and mrs omen says that oh my furs are downstairs in the basement i was choosing a fur it's really cold here me yeah. and my family are from the desert yeah. we like the heat yeah and they're satanic cults it fucking oh come on yeah. <laughs> so good genius um so uh now we get to Mr. Omen lets Sam know that there's a number to pizza on the fridge and he hands her a $20 bill and he says this three times. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense <laughs> to me too now. Make sure yeah. you call the Make pizza sure you guy. call the pizza guy. Backtracking really quick and that's really good Where that you pointed that, that out. get that pizza later? We'll find out. I think this is a, an important <laughs> thing to bring up with um, not an argument but a topic I want to bring up later but mm-hmm. um, before Mr. Omen comes downstairs Mrs. Omen has a chat with Sam. Yeah, they sit on the uh, on the couch together. Mrs. Omen gets pretty close and just commenting on how beautiful. Yeah, um, but Sam all the is. boys like you. Yeah, and I think <laughs> yeah, that's right? a very important <laughs> comment to be made because um, she's she, digging a little bit. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. you know being really touchy, pulling mm-hmm. her hair back, and Sam's uncomfortable. Yeah, you can tell she's not used to being touched. touched like and, this. Yeah, yeah, like in she, an yeah. intimate matter, right? Yeah, and I think that. So with that and also with uh, her roommate and how uncomfortable she is with um, her roommate her, having sex, sex in the morning, <laughs> like, I started thinking, is she a this virgin? girl's a virgin. Yeah. yeah like she's, she seems kind of prude. Mm-hmm. Um, but Mrs. Ullman's really into her. Really into her. They yeah. love her. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it helps, it helps her case that she was pretty to them. Yeah. Uh, yes. Cause I, I think that's what they really truly wanted. Yeah. Out of this. And, 
going back again. Sorry, I keep saying that. But, no, 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 you're good. Uh, <laughs> keep going back. When the movie opens up, I'm like, okay, very, very attractive main um, character as an actress, yeah. yep. right? And I'm like, oh, that's a horror movie, right? A lot of people right. um, want something to look at when they watch horror movies. And for some reason, a lot of them really focus on the main protagonist being a very, very yeah. attractive female. Which is why we have the final girl trope, right? Yeah. yeah. Except this trope was fantastic in this movie. It was very different. I want to follow up with it her being attractive later on because I feel like it's very important. Oh, yeah. Um, for many different reasons. Absolutely. But yeah. yeah so. it, 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 I, I think I even know what you're going to head out to. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I say here, I was like, he's kind of not being nice at this point when he's talking about the pizza. Like he's mm. kind of being very firm yeah. about it. Playing off that he keeps forgetting. Planting the idea. Exactly. Yeah. I, I do kind of want to go back a little bit here when they when both Sam and Megan pull up to the house before Megan gets fucking shot. <laughs> um, right, rip. 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 <laughs> uh, she mentions the Volvo. She's like, mm-hmm. oh, a Volvo. Yeah. Like, oh, they're everywhere now. Yeah. So just want to keep that and plant that seed. Um <laughs> Like the pizza. Like the pizza. Uh, Remember the Bobo. <laughs> the Bobo, though. The, the omens leave, and Sam is now all alone in this super rad looking house. <laughs> the house looks cool. The house looked cool. Really? I, I, I loved it. Those kind of houses kind of creep me out. Yeah. Oh, man. That, I love that. Too stuff. many open spaces, too much old furniture. For me, it's the furniture. The old uh, furniture. The way the lights turn on. I don't, yeah. yeah. It's, it's old it. lamps, old wallpaper. Oh, um, man. I dig. Yeah. I dug it so much. So yeah. we we uh, see Sam go into the phone. She grabs the phone uh, to try to call Megan to see if she made it back safely. Uh, she gets Megan's um, voicemail uh, answering or answering machine, machine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's actually a joke, right? It's, yeah, like, it's like she's like, Hello? "Oh, gotcha." Um, Sorry, you missed me. So she actually calls her back, leaves a message, to let her know, like, "Hey, I want you to let. I want you to know that it's not that bad. I'm fine. I'm okay, and I'm safe, or whatever." Um, so she now goes to the, <laughs> oh my God, why did I write this? It was, I was watching this pretty late too. <laughs> she goes to the fridge and I, saw, I put, it's pizza time, dude. <laughs> um, so she, uh, calls the pizza man and now she's like kind of wandering around the house, yeah. right? She's like really looking around. Um, and when she calls the pizza guy, uh, the pizza dude's a fucking weirdo on yeah, the yeah. phone. He's weird as shit. Do you want extra archo- oh, anchovies? Anchovies, yeah. 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 And, Which well, I think was a nod to another movie. Straight up, when I heard yeah, the was. pizza guy, I was like, I've heard like that voice dudes before. like this on the phone before where yeah. like they hear a female and they're immediately attracted just by the sound, just of, their by the sound of their voice. And yeah. Just being yeah. very extra, like being very polite. Yeah, but suave a, and shit. Yeah, but it's in an uncomfortable kind yeah, of way. Yeah. Like It's just like you're being too nice and yeah, it's you're, really weird. You're weird, dude. Yeah. Um, and so I put, I put it even here cause she felt like it was kind of whatever yeah. about it. So she was like, and she the, seems very oblivious. Yeah. She's just like, she's like, all right. Red she's flags. like, cool. $8. Cool. Blah, blah, blah. She gets the address and all that whole other jazz. I thought this was pretty funny when she got the address. Now this is something that would have probably given it away. Did you guys notice that there was a mail, there was a mail on the table? There was. So there was mail I on the table. I thought she was going to get the mail, but she went to her purse. She went straight to her purse Correct. But since there was mail on the table, which would have shown well, different names, potentially, right? Yeah. We didn't get there yet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, so, good call. But so at the same time, like- it honestly probably would not have because I'm pretty sure they probably just took the names that was on the mail. Yeah, I mean, maybe. why wouldn't you? That's true. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so Sam is now going around the house, and she's obviously feeling unsettled. So she turns on every single fucking light in this house, and I don't blame her. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, so I've said here, I love the way the camera waits for them to uh, leave the room yep. and it stays there. And yep. it waits for them to re-enter the That's room. That's what I wanted to bring I up. I love yeah. that. Because you're expecting to see Somebody. something. There's yeah. stalker shots. Yeah. It yeah. feels like someone's... Because what I really notice about these these camera shots... Um, they would have a edge of a door in yeah. front of the shot Correct. or a lamp and kind of blocking the view of Sam mm-hmm. as if someone's hiding behind a corner. Or even these like very close-up shots of her face and then she moves away so you feel like something's going to be behind it. Yeah. And she moves yeah. back in. It's like, stop fucking playing with my emotions. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like the way be- like it framed with the whole entire door frame and mm-hmm. it was just going left to right. Yes. No one's there. So good. Yeah. I'm like, so okay. Good. I, what are you trying to show me? Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Tension builder. Appreciate it. Yep. Mm-hmm. And at this point, it's the 80s like we spoke about many, many times. But mm-hmm. like you can tell she's bored. She's yeah. yelling at the time. And yeah. you, the, the movie is made in a way where it makes you feel that boredom. Yeah. Like it's like, I'm just walking around to rooms, turning on the light, just hanging out, yep. sitting on a couch, moving around. And going back to her being very attractive, mm-hmm. I think that plays into it that yeah. someone needed to be attractive for this role. So for most audience members, male or female or whatever it may be, right, mm-hmm. they have something pretty to look at when it's yeah. kind of yeah. a boring That's, portion. I think that was part of the sequence of her listening to music and dancing around mm-hmm. yeah. a little bit. Because like... It's like that relatability. It's like, yeah. oh, that's what I would do if I was just in the home by myself yeah. and I had my music player. Yeah, because it's it's the eighties. She doesn't have yeah. a phone or anything yep. to go on, right? Yeah, you can't um, can't really just blase on your yeah. on your cell phone. Yeah, <laughs> and not to be like a creep or anything, but she's dressed up very like nicely. She's high waisted. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. yeah, they have a lot of booty shots. A lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah she's wearing high waisted. Yeah, they, she's got, they show on the booty. She got a butt. <laughs> uh, she's very petite and like she's she's got like very a nice cute body. Face. Yeah. yeah. So I think that was. Super intentional. Oh, like, 100%. So she's intentional. very innocent too. Yeah, one hundred percent. And that's that, I think that's that's, that's yeah, what that's makes very that very important. Exactly. And I think that's what makes that super important. But you, uh, we get here where she's actually exploring the downstairs area of the house, plays a few notes on the piano. Sam starts going upstairs. The lighting is absolutely incredible right here because yeah. when she's going upstairs, she's kind of looking and it's kind of green, and you can yeah. see the shadow of the banister. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, Inside Mr. Ullman's office, she's snooping around a little bit. She picks up the glasses. She's being a little silly. She's she's bored. Yeah, it's the 80s. It's the 80s. What else are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Discovering stuff. And she's just going to room for room. So she goes to another room that looks a bit more childish. Yeah. And she greets the fish. Hello, fish. Now, here's the part that makes it seem a little off as well, right? I mean, they don't we, have a kid. They, they said they do have a kid, but he's grown. Yeah. He's grown. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. So yeah. that's, that's what makes that room super, off. super off because remember they just moved here or whatever. So it's possible that they oh, kept the yeah. room like this, but it had a child's bed and everything. It's just like, if you just moved here, and your kid's grown. Why do you have a, such a, a childish Damn. room? That one passed me. Yeah. It's so, the first evidence of something. That's not exactly. Right. I remember seeing the fish. I'm like, oh, they can't be all that bad. They have a goldfish. <laughs> <laughs> They're not going to torture a fish. Um, so uh, she goes into an all white room upstairs and the ca- camera pans out of the window and you see the scale of the house at this yeah. point. Sam is sitting on the couch eating a candy bar out of her backpack that she already pre-ate earlier, and she still yep. didn't finish. It kind of irked me. And here's a sound from outside. She ignores it and turns on the tube. I just call it that because it looked like a tube. <laughs> TV. <laughs> yeah, tube. TV for those newer folks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Channel 13 News is on. 
Um, and they are once again talking about that fucking eclipse I put. <laughs> they mentioned that the eclipse will happen around midnight, but super interesting on what is coming up next, Frightmare Theater. Yes. It's kind of like foreshadowing to what thing. we're actually going to now get mm-hmm. next. As a film lover, when I saw that happen, it's like, oh, yes. You're you're literally like warning the viewers right now. Yeah. It's like for what's coming up next. Exactly. Like horror. And, and it felt like the newscaster was talking to us. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what that remember, really, really honed in. And also horrors coming up. Exactly. Next. So like it, it felt like it was like, fuck, all right. Like yeah. I'm in. <laughs> yeah. But it, it's done in a way where it's not dumbed down either. No, not at all. Yeah. It felt, yeah, it felt very fluid. Very, yeah. it felt like felt smart. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, so I put here as well. Uh, Sam puts her headphones on, and this is actually when we're starting to get this now '80s style montage yeah. of her Ooh. going from room to room, dancing around, having a good time. Um, and she's, and I put here, she's waltzing around in the house carefree. Yeah. <laughs> Once again, you are just expecting something creepy to happen, but still nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that kind of horror movie, I guess. <laughs> Fair. And I was like, cool dance moves, though. <laughs> While dancing upstairs, she bumps into a vase and breaks it in front of a closet door. And I put here, she sure is making a lot of fucking noise for someone who should be asleep in the house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, opens it up and notices the fur coats. Uh, I thought, and then she says, I thought, I thought the fur coats were going to be in the basement. Yeah. <sighs> Great fucking scene. I love that scene so much. Uh, so. She also snoops around that uh, section a little bit longer here, and she actually sees those pictures. Yes. She finds a picture. Oh, she multiple. finds multiple pictures. Yeah, yeah. Multiple, multiple of a family. photo of the family. The now, Volvo. granted, this is a, a younger-looking family. Mr. Ullman could have obviously have taken these pictures earlier. Yeah. However, yeah. since it's such a young-looking family, got to guess if my kid's grown, this might be 20 years old or so. Yeah. Well, there's the Volvo. It's no damn way you're going to have a fucking Volvo that looks like that in the 1960s. That's for yeah. sure. <laughs> so um, she now takes that photo with her. Uh, she walks from the... Ho- oh, wait, no. She goes Excuse outside. me. She goes outside to check on the Volvo to see if it's the same Volvo, but she actually notices that there's a van on the property, and it actually turns her attention away from even looking to see if the car was still in the driveway. Yeah. Right. She goes back. So that's where it clicked for me earlier. Yeah. Well, um, that click that we were talking about, those photos, I, I guess because I was in it and I was still waiting for something to happen, I had forgotten that they had said, we just moved in. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, oh, are these photos of their family before? Is that the young kid? Because I couldn't right. really see it. It was a grainy photo, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and going outside... I was like, what is she doing? And she saw the van. I was like, only yeah. now that we're talking about it, I'm like, oh, that van wasn't there before. No, it yeah. was not. Yeah. yeah. And it makes sense now. And then clearly what follows up from that, we see why the van's there. Yeah. yeah. But when she steps outside, the camera work, it, again, stalker shot. Yeah. It, it's, it's from the side angle. And it's looking at back. her. Yeah. yeah. It looks Same good. Same with that white room upstairs that we were talking about earlier. Yeah. When it pans out to show the property looks how like big it is. Yeah. Looking someone's looking there. Someone's watching her because she's in a room that's all windows. Yep. And lights on. Lights on. You can get a clear shot of her from the house is surrounded by like a forest. It's in the middle of nowhere countryside. Yeah. yeah. And again, that camera work showing that like someone's watching her yeah. this whole time. Totally. So I think it's just so smart. It's super genius shooting. And one thing that I really want to point out, too, is that uh, this was the only time Ty West actually gave us a hint, like intentionally, because he actually did a flashback to where Megan said, Vovo, 
Mm-hmm. Um, everyone oh, yeah. has oh, yeah. those. So that was the only time I feel like he really gave us an intentional shot. And I think that was for Sam. Like it's yeah. not that it's for it, us. It's right. Sam. It was had for that Sam. Thought. That was like, yeah. oh, like I remember this. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, and I think you're right too, for sure. So, uh, once she actually notices the the van that's on the property, she goes back inside the house, and that's when we actually notice boots are starting to walk underneath the van, mm-hmm. and yeah. we realize who it is once the cigarette drops yep. on the ground. Um, so Sam tries to call Megan once again, and she gets her answer machine once more. She then goes to the bathroom with a knife. There's a sound. There are sounds of footsteps upstairs. I put here time right. to investigate. While she's peeing. While she's she peeing. opens gotcha. the door yeah. while she's pissing. While she's peeing. She's like, what's that? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And remember, like, notice that uh, Megan said that you're a clean freak, so she oh, starts yeah. putting, like, the, she puts the, the shoes toilet on the toilet papers on the, yeah. on the toilet. toilet seat. Yep. So, I saw that. I was like, me too, girl. Yeah. <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> so um, now I say time to investigate. As Sam ascends the stairs while wielding the knife. Wow. Am I a writer or what? <laughs> she searches around the home, goes to mother's door, and asks if everything is all right. No reply. Yeah. Then we get that camera slowly creeping under the door to Maybe realize that shot. we see our first shot of a satanic ritual on the family that was in the pictures. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so yeah. So we see that the little boy is right there in the middle. Now, this is actually going back to David's point where you said that you thought she was a virgin. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously, if it's a child, they're yep. going to probably be a virgin. Yeah, so uh, they're trying to perform these things. But however... Obviously, we learned later that the ritual needs to be performed on a female. Correct. So, where did we learn that? Uh, we'll get to that. Okay. That's way yeah. more towards the end. Yeah, because I, I so very quickly on this shot. Yeah, the the boy, the family massacred, cut Completely. up, in blood. Yeah. The boy is in the middle of a bedroom on carpet that has a pentagram drawn in blood. In blood, and a huge one at that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And eyes are all gouged out. Yeah. Crazy intense and gnarly this is, cuts. This is basically the first point in the movie. This is maybe like over an hour in, right? Yeah. Where shit, something happened. Oh, I guess the the something killing of Megan happens. earlier, but like something, I would say supernatural. Yeah. Because earlier, like a crime happened. Yeah. yeah. Someone shot someone. Yeah. But at this point. You're trying to see what the motives of the family is. Yeah, now. this is like some evil shit. Now, now it's yeah, yeah. Now it's like dark. And it's funny because Sam is freaked out because it's behind a door that she doesn't even try to open because she just imagines the mother is in there. Yeah, and that's the big thing is the reassurance. There's red flags again, but yeah. she's being mm-hmm. okay with it. It's like, yeah, it's probably fine. It's all good. Yeah, and the, that shot was meant for the viewer. Yeah, one hundred percent. I'm giving you this information now. Now you know what she's going to be in. Yeah, mm-hmm. here's what comes next. Just that's like right. the TV. Kind of right. foreshadowed. Very now, smart. while going up towards the attic, the doorbell um, begins to buzz incredibly loud. This is probably the loudest fucking buzz I've ever heard. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it, was, it was totally for us. Um, and this is why it works so well. His scares are perfect. Scares the shit out of Sam, and I put also me. <laughs> it got me the second time. I forgot this happened. Um, and I was like, yay, it's the pizza dude. She literally runs out um, and just hands him the money. She throws Keeps the change. Just the money. Throws it, keep the change. And he was like, have a good All night. Right. We pan up, we see it's Victor peeping yeah. into the house, looking around, seeing that all the lights are on. Yeah. Uh, he goes down the stairs outside and lights a cig, um, but you get a great shot of him looking at the house. You can also start to see the status of the moon even more, and the phases of the eclipse are getting closer. Sam is still freaking out and calls 911, but immediately hangs up. 
The 911 operator calls right back and lets them know that this line is for emergencies only. And if there is no emergency, do not call this line. Again, something yes. that she has red flags about, yep. but has reassurance. It's like, it's okay. Exactly. We'll be fine. And with that, I don't know. I feel like I see this a lot in people where that yeah. exact scenario. 100%. Pe- people will talk about being safe. People will talk about what to do in a situation. But mm-hmm. when they're in it, yeah, it's... Some people have trouble processing what to do and to really yeah. realize the situation they're in. And well, so genius about this movie, exactly. Because here's the thing: like she, she was in a situation where she could not truly explain why she was creeped out. Yeah, because nothing yeah. happened to her. Yeah, nothing's happening to her yet. But and yeah. that's I think, and that's something that it's a big discussion today where people want you to really speak on that mm-hmm. on how you're feeling and yeah. because. Trust your gut. Yeah, that's what if her your friend instinct, said. Exactly. Yeah. If your instinct is telling you something's wrong. Something's probably wrong. Yeah. Exactly. Now we get here uh, to uh, where I put actually fun fact. Uh, the nine one operator is Lena Dunham from the show Girls, and hey. also from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. <laughs> oh wow. Uh, Sam opens up the the box of pizza, and it looks fucking gross. This pizza looks stale. It looked half eaten. Yeah, like, it, it was looked, nuts. It and she like, well, she like held it up like upright. It was too. gross. So it, was, like, it was just gross. Itself. I don't care. Oh, it was disgusting. Did, yeah, but it looked. Yeah. Like, it, it looked like someone ate terrified. it, though. Yeah, I had originally yeah, I thought think it was just squished together. Probably. I thought someone took a bite straight from the center. It's what it yeah, seemed like. It was like. squished up. It was squished but, up. Yeah, it just it looked messy. Yeah, and then I put here she cuts herself a slice of an already very well sliced pizza. That's yeah. true. <laughs> and big that big knife somehow. But you know why? Maybe because she's a knee freak. Maybe. That, yeah, yeah maybe. Um, she takes a few bites and realizes that this pizza is gross. She goes to get a drink of water and hears something in the drain. After the disgusting experience with the pizza, Sam goes back upstairs to explore a bit more. She is turning on every single light and making sure that there is not even a crack of darkness. Sam is checking the sink in the bathroom upstairs for any noises and heads to the bathtub. Great psycho S music right at this moment. <laughs> when seeing all of the ripped out hair in the tub, yeah. she flips yeah. out. She loses it. Um, she gets to the attic and tries to turn on the light. This does not go well because actually it turns off all the lights in the entire she fucking house. Blew a fuse. She blew a fuse. She turned on yeah. lights. We get we get a shot of the moon going into full eclipse at this time. Right, when it's the official. Midnight. <laughs> so Man. Sam is still on the uh, stairs, and there is movement behind the attic door. It slowly creeps open, and we actually see a hand on the fucking door. Fingers, cr- from, oh, not just kind of yeah, creeping yeah. out, creeping oh. out from the side of the door. Fantastic look, the door. Oh. Fantastic look. Sam clearly is scared out of her wits and starts uh, getting a little woozy and passes out downstairs. Next, we get a sequence of flashes in eight different sequences very There's one thing yeah i want to i think she gets disorientated she, because when she, the lights turn off she starts to get a little like unbalanced woozy. and stuff like that mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure because they said pizza so many times and had yeah, it, for sure pizza was definitely laced with something yeah of and, course that's the thing that really of fucked course up, well you know something's crazy. wrong i was like damn yeah going back they to thought the pizza, this process out yeah mm-hmm. going back with the pizza she you mentioned she did not like the pizza she went and got some water she was chewing the pizza had a moment of pause and looked a little confused. Yeah. Started chewing. She's like, "Yo, this is gross." Yeah. She literally goes to the kitchen, spits it out, gets yeah, water, water gargles her wa- gargles water, gets more water, and she just like can't get this weird taste out of her mouth. She literally tossed the slice of pizza that she only took two bites of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
And I think at that moment, that's when you realize, oh, something was up with that pizza, right? It oh, looked sure. weird to begin with. It, it was yeah. like gross to the point that she just threw it out. She didn't even eat. Um, and you know she was hungry because she pulled out that snack, right? Right. right. Um, she was definitely hungry. Yeah. And then the wooziness kicks in right mm-hmm. when the fuse blows out. And yep. not only that, you know shit's going down because you see these creepy-ass fingers crawling. Oh, or like so fucking good. Right. Coming Sticking from out. the so door. So good. So we, we finally wake up with Sam. Tied and up. she's tied up on top of a Oof. pentagram. This shot. Fucking gnarly. This shot. Man. Holy shit. The omen's walking towards her. Victor touches uh, Sam's head, and he looks fucking evil as shit. His right. eyes have this deep sparkle yeah. where it, it like he's looking at her, and he's just like, you feel like he's oozing with just evilness mm-hmm. yeah and, it, and, it, and you feel it. it it really feels it and I, I even say here that the flame reflects off of his eyes and gives a look of sinister let very quick let's so describe crazy. this scene so yes she yeah. goes she gets woozy as she's passing out she i think at this point you see that uh those fingers the face that belongs to yeah and you see uh, like sure, a yeah. creepy looking old woman and, and mm-hmm. oh is that mother right sure uh she passes out yeah fade, fade a block yep Immediately fade no build in, up, no nothing, no build up, just right Boom. in your face, jump cut. Sam in kind of like pilgrims, kind of like yeah, garments. like a, like a, like, yeah. like a gown, yeah, like a gown, but very short. You can see she's in white underwear, mm-hmm. mouth bound, very very pure, ma- very pure virgin mm-hmm. s, yeah, tied up on a stone platform, all her limbs tied up yep. on a bloody pentagram, yep, and the scene opens with her screaming, screaming. Sh- trying to get out of these screaming, ropes. and so you see intense. Uh, the Ulrichs and is it Vincent? Victor. Victor. Yeah. In black robes. Yeah. And nuts. I think, oh, man. Nuts. It's like a Dutch shot. It, you can tell it's intense and she's screaming. And it feels, I don't remember if it was accurate or not, but I felt like the camera was shaking while she was shaking. But maybe it was just so intense that I, like, I felt yeah, that. Yeah, felt you it. Know? I was like, get out. Oh my God, this shit just got real. That's one of the biggest things because nothing really happened to the main character until now. Yeah. Yeah. And so she immediate. went from being creepy to like, I'm in this situation. Yeah. You can see what in her the face fuck happened. She's like, oh my God, yeah, this she's was like, all yeah, this, is, this, this? Is, this is a done deal. Yeah. A done deal. So now she's, uh, we get here to where uh, finally we get to see mother Oof. and she is painting Sam's stomach with the blood and placing a ram skull on her stomach. Then she actually begins to cut her wrist and drain her wrist blood into the skull of this ram. Mother then proceeds to pour the blood into Sam's mouth. Sam gets out of her restraints and scratches the shit out of Mother. Hell yeah. (laughs) Uh, Fuck that bitch. Dude, yeah, for real. And I put here, I was like, she gets out of her restraints altogether. After that, defense plus 10 move. (laughs) (laughs) Sam is not having that shit tonight. She grabs a dagger, stabs Mr. Omen in the stomach, and continues running until Mrs. Omen says, get her, to Victor. Sam had to have taken some type of self-defense class because this chick knows how to fucking fight. Right? She jams her finger into Victor's eyes and he continually is screaming, my eyes, my eyes, my fucking eyes. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sam trips over Megan's body. Oh. Then we get the glorious shot of her yeah. face. And then you actually realize how visceral that whole interaction with her and Victor was. Yeah. And there's so much blood on the ground. The so she's still bleeding. Like Why he brought just, her in. Oh it's my God. Yeah. Blood everywhere. Yeah. Like he, he dragged her from the cemetery all the way to the house and just dropped yeah. her in the kitchen. It's like, Nuts. all right, it's time for the ritual. Nuts. Crazy. Uh, so, uh, I think it's important to add that mother that we finally see what she looks like. Oh, yeah. she's oh, gnarly. She does not look human. She yeah. looks 
demented, almost kind of the like a fantasy creature. Like if you think of like what a witch looks like, I was just about yeah, to say exactly. That. Yeah. She looks very like a witch. much so. Think of a witch, but not like your cartoon friendly witch, like, like a, a yeah, satanic exactly. witch. Yep. Yeah. 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 Like fucked up witch. Like yeah. she's. Yeah, like very like kind of beat up, a little face, bit. Yeah, deformed yeah. a little bit. Um, she she didn't really talk talk. She like kind of said said her ritual thing. Yeah. Um, but she had that gnarly scream when she scratched her. Right, like, yeah! oh, like yeah. it was nuts. Like, that was a crazy ass scream. As if she was possessed by a demon, but welcomed it and yeah. kind of combined Correct. with a bean. Right, because that, that's when we get moment, that scene when she was when she was taking the uh, the blood in her mouth. We were getting Correct. the scene of like it was flashes of mother, yeah. then it turned into a demon slowly. Yep. Right, yeah, yeah. It, oh, man, gnarly. So at this gnarly, point, gnarly it scene. seemed like the ritual finished. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it looked like that's all that they needed to do was just put the blood in the mouth, and that was the capsule of the ritual. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. uh, so we get here. Uh, to where Victor is now chasing Sam all around the house. He finally gets up to her and he's not fucking around. He just immediately shoots her. In yeah. the shoulder. In the shoulder, yeah. Yeah. Like he just shoots her. Because he knows he can't kill her. Yeah. He's not supposed to. Yeah. Right. So he shoots her in the shoulder. Sam goes down and going and he seems like he's going in for the kill. Uh just to get swiped through the throat. With the knife she was with holding. With the knife she was holding. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mrs. Ullman is next on the prowl after seeing her deceased son on the top of the stairs. She has a moment of uh, brief Silence. like <laughs> well, she was crying she was yeah, mourning yeah. right she had that moment of mourning but she knew that there was still a job to do mm-hmm. yeah. right um, so Sam is now starting to feel the pain of the ritual by mother we get flashes of a demon and her stomach is starting to actually appear with veins coming mm, on yeah. her stomach they're like they're Black like veins. yeah they're like sprawling out yeah. so now we're just like okay what's what the fuck what the fuck's <laughs> going on here so mrs omen catches up to her and proceeds to let her know that this cannot be stopped mrs omen goes to the window and asks to her lord quote unquote uh, to talk to her pulling off her wig and revealing her disgusting mop of the hair. <laughs> I wouldn't call it hair. Oh, man. my it's God. It was strands. disgusting. So that's where I said it's interesting that you said that it was uh, not necessarily the hair from the yeah. top, but that it was interesting that uh, you thought it was Mr. Ullman yeah. when she was coming up the stairs. She looked like him yeah. when she took off that wig. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Oh. Man, fucking gnarly scene. When I saw that, I thought the exact same thing. I was like, oh, I wasn't dumb for thinking that. You know? No, no, no. Yeah. You weren't dumb at all. You were pretty spot on. Yeah, it, it, yeah, you were really spot on. Um, let's see. Where am I? Uh, yes. So she's looking, at, she's looking out the window. Sam uh, is taking this opportunity, and she's an absolute fucking badass for taking this opportunity because she stabs her directly in the spine. She's super dramatic death at this point in time. But I was like, but it works because it feels very 80s yeah. <laughs> to have yeah. this dramatic death. Uh, Sam heads downstairs and tries to get a hold of the cops by calling 911, but the ritual has taken over more and more, and she just drops screaming. Mr. Holman is next up to the plate, but Sam is getting out of here. He is not in a good, he's not in good shape. Stab wound is vicious. He's bleeding all over the floor. He's bleeding on the ground. It's nuts. It's, it's just oozing out of his stomach. Calling out to Sam, but still sounding very polite. Exactly. Yeah. Sam, wait. It's okay. It's okay, Sam. I just want to talk. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, uh, do, 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 do. Where am I? She starts running. She starts yeah. running. She runs to the cemetery. cemetery. Uh, yes. So Mr. Roman is uh, Mr. Roman is chasing her down to the cemetery. She runs nearby the cemetery. Um, he catches up to her and she asks, "What what what have you done to me?" And he lets her know that they are call they are calling to her and listen to them. Instead of shooting Mr. Omen, she puts the gun to her head and pulls the fucking trigger. Yeah. <laughs> 
We cut to the news saying that the eclipse didn't last as long as anticipated, and scientists are baffled by that. Hmm. Now, remember, it was supposed to last for two hours. Yep. The ritual like started at midnight. Yeah. She killed herself. We can assume that that sequence probably took 10 minutes. Yeah. There you go. It's gone. Yeah. Or is it? <laughs> so we pan down to uh, get a, after the news. So we definitely know that something has to do with the ritual and the eclipse. Um, panning down to the hallway of a hospital, we find Sam on a hospital bed and her head is completely bandaged. A nurse comes in uh, to give her more medicine and whispers, don't worry, you're going to be just fine, the both of you. Then we get taps on her belly. credits. Yeah. And we realize that She's, she's pregnant. pregnant and she's pregnant with the Antichrist. Yeah. And I put at the end of this, I was like, great fucking job, Ty West. <laughs> <laughs> right. It makes you want more. It does. It makes me want a lot it more. It feels like a prequel or something like that. Could be. Yeah. So this movie feels like, even though it was a slow burn, it was so worth it at the end of that, the end result. That last, like, that last 20 minutes of that movie. Just it was just it was so fast paced. And yeah. granted, here's the thing: mother's not dead. Yeah, and we don't even know That's if true. Mr. Ullman is dead. I doubt it. So it's just like the the ritual could definitely continue forward. They could come back for her anytime they want to. It's oh, fuck. It's a creepy thought. And with yeah. that, I mean, it, it seems like they're part of a cult, right? The whole intro to the movie was saying that hey, in the '80s, satanic cults were a thing. People would disappear. And I think that's why this movie mm-hmm. is so great at what it does so, because it works so it's well. like, you know, all those stories you heard about people going missing and people would just imagine what would happen to them. Mm-hmm. This is a glimpse to see what could actually have had it happen. Yeah. And even yeah. if like, you know, even if like it was just a bunch of people being crazy, it was people being crazy. Would, exactly. That believed right? in it. Yeah. And this was a time period where and it's like, it works. It was a thing. It was a time it period works. where you couldn't see stuff like that. Yeah. Like there was no YouTube movies where, you know, they were just, there. Yeah. They were yeah. there, but like, yeah, there were rag dolls and things like that. Yeah. It, 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 movies back then, like granted, yes, they were scary, but we have to also think that during this time in the eighties, it was mainly slashers. Yeah. Like we yeah. got, we got a lot of corny slashers like prom night, which is actually really good, but sleepaway camp, um, uh, cheerleader die, all this stuff. We just got a bunch sure. of ch- super crazy, cheesy slasher films in the eighties. But before that, we really had uh, a, a lot more of a paranormal take, right? Mm-hmm. Where we had the exorcist, yeah. the changeling, um, haunted house on the Hill, all this oh, yeah. stuff. Like we, it was all this stuff that was coming out in the sixties and the seventies that really hunkered down on the more paranormal aspect. And that really takes huh. you back to more of like maybe, uh, I want to say the 19th century, uh, where in the 1800s, that's when we got electricity and that's when when things became more involved with paranormal like mm-hmm, we got mediums true. and so on and so forth so satanic panic was a, a, a birthright when uh not necessarily with christianity but with electricity and the industrial revolution right like it, it's Correct. just that's just where you really start exactly you start period. seeing like like the fact that uh, turning on a light like that's magic to certain people yeah and even to this day, it's so well done that we've never changed the screw since the 19th century. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's just crazy to think that like that's how how far like this this, this whole thing has progressed and kind of blew up to this mainstream uh, thing back in the 80s, right, or yeah. the 70s and the 80s. Like Satanic Panic was insane. 
um, there's another movie out called Satanic Panic that's also really good. It's pretty silly, but it's actually I actually really enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, it's by Chelsea Stardust. If you guys want to check that one out, <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, do you guys have any more thoughts? Just reiterating on what I said earlier, Please I do. think this didn't feel like a movie. This literally felt like an out of body experience of seeing huh. in the eighties like crazy. an abduction that happened yeah. that someone couldn't explain because it you, felt forbidden. Yeah, it felt yeah. like we shouldn't be watching this. It, it felt like a, a it crime. It was very grounded. It felt like Absolutely. a crime scenario where it's like this happened to someone, yeah. and people typically don't see this. But it felt like I was just floating around watching this happen in real life right. in the eighties, and somehow was there to experience it out so of body good. and just experience it. That's rad. Mind blowing, like. Because it wasn't, it wasn't, ex- it was extreme, but it was very grounded and realistic, mm-hmm. like we said, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, it, it was so, it's so well done. So, so well done. What blew my mind was that she was alive afterwards. How, like, how do you yeah. live yeah. from her head? But I'm like, is that that satanic power there? Seriously. Maybe. Yeah. I think that's the one thing I didn't like too much, but I know mm-hmm. why it was there because like, okay, cool. We, we want to see that it did happen. Yeah. The ritual was completed. It, this is how yeah. I'm gonna end it yeah. on you guys. Yeah, and it's crazy because like Sam was like really smart towards the end of the movie during that yeah. whole extreme segment, and her realizing like I'm gonna end it because like they clearly need me and I'm not gonna let them have me. And I think yeah. that comes to a point where, and this is like really having you think past the movie. It's yeah. like maybe she was depressed, maybe she had suicidal thoughts before, and this yeah. was just like a point of where like fuck it, I'm gonna take ownership, and like I've already thought about killing myself before i'm yeah. gonna fucking do it now yeah. these people have done some crazy shit to me yeah so and she, she, she took charge that happened than being the place that she's in yeah. i feel like the more we talked and during this conversation the more, the more I you liked this it was, yeah, the more i liked it but the more i feel like this was a big public announcement too 100 people saying like 100 even though you're in a bad situation if you're trying to get someplace still listen to your gut so you don't take yeah. the risks to get yep. you stuck somewhere where you should not be. Totally. And I think there were so many yeah. points where she probably had the thought process and I'm sure many, many people think this way too. Yeah. I'm too far deep already. Might as well stick it out. Exactly. Right. And I think that was the big yes. message in this movie. It's like, even though you have a goal, don't get your stuff, like don't get stuck in situations that's going to worsen your experience. Yeah. I love that. That's the big thing. And the, the shitty part about that is, is someone in that scenario and let's take Sam for an example. She was like, I already told them yes. I don't want to let them down. Right. Yeah. And I'm getting paid. Like, it's just, it's so easy to fall into that trap because if someone wants to bring harm to you, they know how to do it. Yeah. yeah. And Definitely. the way they use the cameras as tools. Oh, man. Oh, like, it works so well. That journey. Absolutely. It's so good. I'm not someone that typically. Because that's part of like listening to your gut. You're listening yeah. to your gut. It's like, oh, something bad's about to happen, even 100%. though it doesn't happen. Yep. You should still always feel it. Yeah, absolutely. I'm it's not, just being aware of your surroundings. Totally. I'm not someone that ever typically looks at camera work, but like I couldn't help it in this film. Yeah. Like, wow. It it's was very rare for some directors to have that. Yeah. And it, it, and like you could tell this film is low budget, but at the same time, like with the budget they've they worked with. Yeah. Really good job. Less than a mil. Okay. Yeah. Fantastic. And I just read right now that it was shot in 18 days only. Dope. Wow. That's fucking crazy. Dope. So, well planned. We're definitely going to uh, keep this 
conversation going for sure on Twitter at GoodnightLife. If you guys would like to know what our next film is going to be, it is going to be The Ritual. So you have a week to watch The Ritual. It is on Netflix. So by all means, do that. If you do not remember that, we will also be putting these lists on our Twitter page as well at GoodnightLife. Um, so by all means, follow us over at Twitter so you can actually find us there. But everybody... This was Nightlight, a horror movie podcast. I was one of your hosts, Prince, also known as Head Knight. And on our left side, we had Freddie. Have a good night. <laughs> also known as Nighty Knight. <laughs> Across from me, we have David. Good night. Also known as Nightly. <laughs> I was I was kind of sexy, guys. <laughs> our efforts to get our show is get our show out is not enough. We need your help to spread us out to more ghoulish nights. Rating us with five stars is very helpful. But we would love for you to recommend this podcast to someone who would enjoy it. You can further support the show over at patreon.com forward slash goodnightlife. And that's night with what? Keg. By pledging on Patreon, you will have access to the show as early as Monday. If you don't have any bucks to toss, don't worry. A new episode is released every Friday on most podcast, podcast services around the world. And don't forget your nightlight.